Father, we praise you now. We give your name the glory, for you deserve the honor and the glory and the praise. Today is your day for a miracle. Clap your hands and receive it.
Father, in the name of Jesus, today is a day for miracles to happen. Gracious God, we say thank you for what you've done already. Thank you, God, for what you're about to do. Somebody's soul will be saved. Somebody will be healed tonight. Somebody will be delivered tonight. Somebody's child will come home. Somebody, God, will be touched by your hand. In the name of Jesus, deliver us. Set us free. Give us peace. Give us joy tonight. For the miracle is awaiting each and every one of us that believe in Jesus' name. Amen. Than any two edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. Come on in, sister. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Come on in. He says, um, and, and even to the division, I'm reading I'm I'm from the I study Bible, or should I say, the New King. James, our spirit field study Bible. And it says, for the, you can read it on in your, your Bible. Okay? Uh, it says, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of the joints and morals and a discerning of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. All right, so the 13th verse, and there is no creature feeding from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. All right, so I, what I want to talk about is, um, well, let's go, since we're in Hebrew, I'm forgetting my subject. Let's go to the um, 11th chapter of Hebrew, since we're over here. My and um, I want to go to the first part and starting at the first verse. Just flip on over to the 11th chapter. You, come on, you got it? 11th chapter. All right, come on. In uh, Hebrews. All right, same book. Just go to, we're going we to go um, right side, right side of your Bible and turn to the 11th chapter of Hebrews on the right side. And where you see, it says, we're going to talk about um, faith. Uh, in the 11th chapter, it says, Now faith is the substance. Hold on. It's the substance um, of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. All right, so now I like that because he's talking about we can. So I, what I, I'm going to give you a subject off right off the bat. He said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So I'm going to give you my subject right off the bat. Faith is the substance 
faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So what is he talking about? What is he basically what is he getting at? What is he saying? Why is he talking about the substance? What is he talking about when he says the substance? Let's ask you a question. Put it down in the check there. What do you think of what he's talking about when he says faith is the substance? What do you mean? You gotta mean something by uh, substance. We have some uh, substance. What do you mean? We have something in your mind, something in your hand. If I have this this coffee in my hand, it's the substance. That means there's something what I have with what that the unsure the assurance that something is 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 uh, is there. Excuse me. So I have the substance. I have with what uh, the assurance. I have the, the ability to believe that they're going to I have the confidence to believe it's going to be there uh, uh, when I uh, am there. So if I stood up, if I, have, if I stood up, I automatically uh, saw myself stood up before I got up. So the substance was the form. Being a hundred meter, even though I didn't notice it before, but it sustained me, so I wouldn't go. Like I wouldn't go. And then when I had it, when I got up, my faith told me I, I could do it before I got it. So the substance is confidence. I said confidence. So it's just the belief that I believe that I should, I would have what I, what I, what I said even before, even before I pray. So I got before I come to God, I got He said, "If you want to, you must believe that He is a rewarder. He will diligently seek you." Let me, let me, let me, let me have this. Because it's hard for me to start getting talking about Jesus. It's not talking about faith, and I get, I get excited about thinking about the goodness of Jesus and all that He has done for me and you. Oh, my, you know, somebody said, my soul cries out. And then somebody shouted, hallelujah. Praise God for saving me. I don't know about you, but I'm glad I'm saved. So, so then he said, look, look at this again. He says, um, in the second verse of this 11th chapter, it says, for by it, the elders obtain a good testimony. Whatever the 
instruction is. You can change that. He, he, he never changes what I'm trying to say. He don't change his instruction because the instruction or prescription is in his word. Every day, you know, that's what I say to you. If you want to know, you know, faith is, uh, faith is uh, instruction. And I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. It was, uh, you take this instruction daily. Uh, so the point is, I'm trying to make is faith is God. God in us. Telling us that we can do it. And we have to believe that even though we don't see how it come out, we're blind from spiritual. But we're walking by faith and not by sight. That's fair. See, I don't need to know how God feel. It's just a little time for me. I don't need to know how God will be just uh, no, just don't see that. You know, because uh, you, you can have COVID-19. I had it COVID-19. Just like a mess with that. I had it. I had it. Well, I mean, it wasn't the end. It's not the end of the world. I mean, but you would think that this was this is it. I mean, you think that this is, you know, you might go, you know, start calling your mom and your brother and your sister and, you know, calling you Check it on the wheel on that thing, you know, call me up, I'll turn you But the truth of the matter is, something inside of you should tell you if you really want it. This is not it. This is not all that it is. And, because, and then you can fight this thing. And that's what faith is like. I can fight this, I fight my way out of it. Out of this. And I'm not let the devil just have my life. I mean, a lot of people give up before they die. I don't know about you, I'm not that damn sooner than I need to be. It was God's will. And unless the Lord tell me it's time to go. And long as he said live, because I'm going to buy this one about that. Uh, how it Isaiah, I shall live and not die. I don't know about you, but I'm going to say, somebody else say, no, you're not right there now. You're right there, somebody right there, right there. They're looking at me right there. They're the edge of the bed. Looking at me right there. You got the phone here. I can see it hanging up at me. The phone all moved out ready to drop. And they sold the first. The phone is about to drop on the floor. They can barely hang in, in the bed because their back is hurting so bad. The Lord told me, straighten up in that bed. Straighten up. He said, when you straighten up, your muscle will be straight. I can't see you. God can see you. We just read that. God can see you no matter where you are. He can see you. And so he said that, he told me, he said, sit up. He said, come on, you sit up and you get up. So I don't know what I'm talking to you can make it. That's what, that's what the Spirit is talking about. So he said on, um, in the third verse, by faith, we understand that the world is framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Um, so the word, by, so he said the world is framed by the word of God. And so that the things were which were seen were not made of things which are visible. Let's look at this in Hebrews 11, chapter in the first verse. He is saying what he's really saying is that um, is that you got to understand faith is an action, or should I say it's an adjective? Something that got to be action, it's emotion, emotion. It's got to be, it's not, it's not something that's in Faith is not something you wait for. It's not faith. Somebody said, I got faith, but I believe God will give me a help. Have you ever heard of him say that? I believe it. Just wait till I get my money together. God will 
can do anything but fail. And not only that, but he can eliminate some bills. Oh, yes, he can. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, he can. I know what I'm talking about. But see, a lot of times, maybe this will help somebody. And I'm going to close. I don't need to close. I don't need to close. Uh, we run away from our bills when we get them. And I know I, I hate, I, I, I don't want to hate bills, but I don't like them. Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't, I don't think you know, I don't know nobody that really actually likes them. But I found out you can't run away from you, you can take the bills and you can stuff them down in your, your easy chair and you can put them in the file cabinet, you can put them in the kitchen drawer, you can put them in your glove compartment, put them under the car seat, or you can scratch them out, you can tear them up and sort them. But the, the truth of the matter is that build them like oil. It will escalate. And I go, well, this oil will dump or triple. What I found out, um, like I said, maybe this will help somebody, is you got to look at the reality. And you know, come to come to meeting it with yourself in the Lord and prayer and say, and put it on the, you know, like my daddy always, daddy used to always say, you take it and you put it on the, on the table, put them all on the table, all, in, all together. Get a gold guy, go to the bank, I print it out, print it out. Everything, let me see everything I owe, everything I paid, I want to find out how come I don't have no point. I mean, I did something wrong. And I want to look, I go by one by one. You know, most of the time, somebody overcharged me anyway, you know, because <laughs> I'm going to find out what I did wrong, uh, or I, and then and I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna confess, I spend too much. I'm just like anybody else. I spend, you know, everybody, we spend too much money. And we, you know, some stuff is not necessary to, not, not really necessary to buy, you know. And, um, like last night, I was gonna buy um, some food, some Italian food, but the restaurant wanted to charge me uh, 20, almost $20 for some. For some Italian sausage sandwich and a cup of soup, I said I don't think that's a little bit too much. I don't think I want to pay. I don't want that sandwich. You know, I get to, I can go get me something else. I don't think that you know that that's just a little bit too much for just a sandwich. I ain't getting no French fries or nothing. You know, no you know no marinara or nothing to go with it. You know, I, I thought that was a little bit too much. You know, I wasn't being cheap. It's just uh, you got to be wise and do it uh, proper. Says wise as a serpent. You got to think. That's why he said you got to think. You just can't do. You just spend your money. You got to be wise like the ant. You got to start thinking. And so, like I said, to make a little story short, I take them and I put the bills on the table, and I get a pen and I go around one by one for the whole month. What did I spend? Where did that money go? What did I do? What did I do wrong? Okay, I spent a hundred dollars too much on this. I need that. What did I buy that for? You know, I already got this. I already got two of these. So why did I buy that? Oh, so, and this person. These, these people, uh, this company charged me three times. They were supposed to charge me once. So yeah, that's money I can I can save. I can call them up and say, overcharge me. But what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is a lot of times we overthink our problem or our situation when God says, use your faith. Why do you use your faith? Don't you believe that I can bring you out? And um, I want to say this too, is while I'm, I'm, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm like, I don't want to go, you know, I got, you know, in case of emergency, I hate to go spend emergency money or something, but, you know, what's neat, I'm going to need it, and there's nothing there, but, you know, to help me. So, you know, as soon as I got ready to get in the, get in, get in the, um, go get the mail, go downtown, get the mail, and I open up the mailbox. You know, when I go to the mailbox, I pray for everybody on that road. Everybody on my road. Everybody from the left all the way to the right. Because, you know, I go to, a lot of my mail folks, you know, come to the uh, post office box. 
case you want to write, this is your day for a miracle broadcast, P.O. Box 1439, Chicago 60690. We welcome your donations. We can also go to uh, AndreMurphyMinistries.com, and there's a, uh, an app where, on, the, on there where you can give a PayPal or your credit card or however you want to do it. You know, if somebody, it's a lot of times people feel blessed and they feel lead, lead and give, the door is open, and um, it'll be welcome. You get a receipt right away. Okay, so now, I wanted to say is, it's talking about faith. It says faith is the real facts that, uh, the Amplified Version says faith is real facts that, um, that has, that the census has not yet, uh, revealed. So faith is the title deed. Uh, so in other words, I already got it. You know, because if you buy something, you buy a house, you buy a boat or you buy a car, you don't want it till you get the bill. Get the, get the deed. Can I get a witness? Or you get the title. You get the title to the uh, you know to the car. But what I'm trying to point I'm trying to make is faith is a blessed assurance. The Lord gave me that. I wrote that down today. This was today, about twelve o'clock. The Lord said, "Tell them that faith is the blessed assurance that it will that whatever I need it'll happen just because I believe when I pray." That's what the Lord told me. Now I didn't get that from the book. That part didn't come from God. Download that in my spirit. So I'm going to say it again. Faith is the blessed assurance that it would happen just like God said it would. And it would happen just as I believe when I pray. That's what the Lord said. So you should have, Jesus said in his, in his scripture, I believe it was in John, I mean, um, Matthew, he says that you should have what you say when you pray. If you believe, you got to believe. You know, so I can't get what I what I what I uh, pray for if I don't believe. And I'm not just saying this. This I know just no. You know, people say, "Oh, this is just a oh, you know, whole bunch of stuff about America, uh, money." No, it's not. It's about faith. Because see, people are having a tough time. You know, and when you're having a tough time, you need somebody to tell you from experience what God can do. Tell me know what God can do. God can do anything. Thank you so much for sharing the video, and thank you so much for getting on the prayer list. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for liking our page. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And um, um, it's talking about God wants you to be in his presence. To be in his presence, you got to be in his will. And i got another page here, but I, I don't want to, um, you know, Be too long, but I'm gonna say this one verse, and I'm gonna let you go. First John, y'all can write it down. I want you to go back and read that. First John. Well, my my dad would say, I John. All right. So now I don't know about you. I'm just happy. I'm excited. I'm excited about what God in my my life. I don't know about you. I, I got trial. I got trouble. I got problems just like anybody else. But I've learned to depend on the Lord. I just believe that God gonna do it. Anybody know? I believe whatever it is that I'm supposed to be getting to, and then whatever it is God got me here on this earth for, that God is working on, got a plan of escape and a way for it to come come together. Am I right? Okay, so thank you, sister, for the thumbs up. All right, so he said, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us. He's faithful. God is faithful. In other words, he won't let you down. And you think God is not there? I'll tell you what, look for him. 
it used to be a um, when I was growing up, it used to be a pastor. She used to have wear a white um, collar around her neck. She used to wear a big old long black coat. You could barely see her hands. The only time you could see her hands is when she lifted them up or she shook her hands. She used to have long black curly hair. Her name was Reverend Appleton. That was her name. That was a little boy. And she would walk up and down Master Street telling people on both sides, Jesus loved them. And that was her ministry. All, everybody would look for her. And um, she had a, um, lived in an apartment. You know where uh, Christ Tabernacle Church in Reverend Milton Bronson he's had his big old uh, cross and the light up on the outside of the church. We passed by there. They had like a, a yellow courtway building right off, I think it was like Hila, Madison. And we would look for her when we drive through there or we'd be on the bus. The boy. She's going to wave at her and, and, and holler at her. But she would say, Jesus loved her. Jesus cares. And she went home to be the Lord but what we learned from that is that she was about, and she was a member, she joined my dad's church, but she was a member of our church, but she knew what her purpose was on life. And she wouldn't, you never heard her complain about her life. You know, and she was not, you know, she didn't, we don't know whether she was rich or not, but she didn't act for it. You know what I'm saying? She might have grew up in a, uh, um, in a in not so well-off neighborhood, but she didn't act. She didn't act like she was broke. She didn't act like she was sad. She was never depressed. She would walk around with a smile on her face and she would be happy telling people about the goodness of the Lord. So I just wanted to say what her confession was, was who God who God is. Her whole confession was about Jesus love you. And she was singing this song, I'm going to let you go. I don't know why I, I just talked about her today. She was singing the song before I let you go. She was saying, you just look for me. Look for me in heaven someday, and I'll I'll be be there. And she'd get happy on that part. And we thought she was done, and she would keep, she said, "Say you just look," and everybody would just get happy all over again. But I'm just saying, what I like everybody liked about her is that she was happy about doing the will of God. So I, I want to say it to, to you today, and somebody said, "What are you talking about today?" I want to talk about the, the whole my whole subject today was. Be happy with what 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 God um, has given you to do, and on why you're here. Why you're here? Be happy. Whatever it is that God has given you to do, be happy. Don't complain about it. Just go ahead. And whatever it is that He told you, whatever assignment He has given you, be happy with it. Be content. Be content with. It. Look that word up. Content. What is content? Look it up. Because something we cannot change. It's not something that won't change. But then something God is fixing us. He won't change until we change. And so and then and so and then something will remain the same. And one thing I like about the Lord. You know what I like about the Lord? Thank you so much, uh uh Bill Boy, Miss Boy, for joining. Thank you so much. Give you a wave. And thank you, uh, Brother Allen, um uh, Jerome for, for joining. Uh, I want to thank you so much for uh, for being a part. Uh, if you missed the first part, uh, please go back and read, um, you know, a little bit about that. He said, because he saw, uh, about faith. We're looking at uh, Hebrews, the 13th chapter. I mean, um, Hebrews 11th chapter. And we was talking about faith and how 
it important it is for us to use our faith because when we use our faith, God gets the glory. And uh, we don't want to we don't want to give up uh, the fight um, that we have in, uh, in life just because things get rough. That's basically uh, that just because it's get tough doesn't mean that God's not with us. That's basically what we were, we were talking about today. And let's talk about this shield of faith, which quenches the fiery darts of the enemy. Uh, and then he talks about putting on a, a Galatians five twenty two. Talk about putting on a, the, the helmet of salvation and uh, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Uh, so we we need God's protection and His spiritual guidance to to guide us because God is our refuge. Uh, some talk about that. God is our refuge and our fortress. Somebody said, "What is a fortress? A fortress is a place where you go where there is safety." I don't know about you, I have been to a, uh, in a point in my life where I needed uh, a city. I needed a shelter. I needed a, a, a someone to make me feel comforted. No matter how strong you are, no matter how tough you are, they'll come to a time in your life. No matter how strong we are and how much, how much, how much, how many weapons you have, there will always come a time where fear will come in and try to destroy you or devour you. That's why uh, whenever Jesus showed up or whenever God showed up to Moses in the Old Testament, no matter where we saw him at in the Old Testament, whenever God showed up, the first thing he would say in his voice to his children or to his people or to his prophet, uh, which was uh, Moses, I think one of the, if he wasn't the first, I believe he was the first prophet. He would say to them, uh, Moses would say, they're not going to listen to me. Jeremiah said, they won't hear me. He was a weak on a weeping prophet, uh, Jeremiah. But what happened? God always said first, fear not. So I don't want to say that to you, whoever it is. I don't know who I want to talk to. You might see this uh, video a week from now. But you might need to know this. Fear is the false evidence of something uh, appearing uh, appearing real. So in other words, it's, it's, it is real if you believe. Can I get a witness? But if it's if you believe that there's nothing behind the screen, um, then there's nothing back there. Have you, have you ever seen when people go to the movie theater back in the, you know, back in the day or, or back uh, a few years ago that we go see Dracula or we go see Brackley or we go see Friday the 13th and all those movies, those little scary movies that we go to see? You remember that? Freddy Krueger and we go see all these old scary movies. Y'all remember that? And People when they get when, it, when it's time to go, people be somebody will say boom or something. And everybody in the, in the, in the uh, show would, would jump. Why? Because of fear. So that's what I'm saying. Fear always uh, uh, appears larger and bigger than the truth. You see, the truth don't have to dress up. You know, you heard the story about uh, truth and lie. I'm sure you probably heard it by now. Uh, but the, the, the moral of the story is God is our protector. God is our refuge, his strength. He is a very present help. Thank you so much for the for the um, the hands up and the, and the hearts. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, and the, but he says, but because because God is our refuge and fortress, uh, we 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 have habitation. So in other words. I can when I don't know what to do, when I don't know where where to go, when I don't know what to say, when I don't know how it's going to work out. God is my fortress. He's, there's a place I can go where 
everything is peaceful. I got there's a place where I can go. No matter how so, you know I can work out and my muscles can. If I must, if I go and work out today, my, and, and you take a picture of me now, and I come back and work out two days, all of this would be up like this, and my chest would be stuck out, right? But that's my body. That don't got nothing to do with the mind, and got nothing to do with the spirit. It doesn't do anything with the mind and spirit. But it make you feel stronger, make you feel uh, better. But what happened with fear come? You got to have something up here. You got to have something in your mind. You got to have something in your heart. So if when fear comes, you say, oh, I don't care about that. I know that God's going to deliver me. I know the Lord's going to bring me out. I know that God's going to prepare a, uh, table, uh, prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I know there's no weapon. Because see, it confession again in the heart. And then with the, with the mouth, confession is me. So you got you can't confess if it's not in there. And when there's no, you can't you can't just can't say I'm healed if you don't believe. You can say it, but what I'm talking about, it, can you really believe it? See, when you believe it, you're gonna walk and you go. I don't care if you're the, the doctor say I got. When they told me I had COVID nineteen, I didn't believe it. So the doctor say the doctor came out and she came out with her. She said, wait, I'll be right back. I'm going to. I said, where are you going? And I asked the doctor, like, where are you going? You leaving me here. You just told me I had COVID-19. You told me you're going to be right back. I'm trying to figure out where you're going. She said, I'll be right back. I'm going to print out something. So what did she do? She went, she, she went to print out the results. But when she, before she left, she, when she come back to results, she had her, 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 her papers in her hand and the report. And she said, this tells me that you have COVID-19, um, you have the virus. So you have to stay at home and you have to quarantine for a couple of weeks and you have to, and don't go out of the house and, and you got to take this medication or whatever. But when she, when she said it before she left, I let her know I don't believe that I have it. I know what you just told me, but that don't make it so. Because the way she came back was like, Oh, like, you know, she was so worried, like, oh, like, this was the end of the world. And I don't need that kind of doctor in my life. My medical doctor don't like that. But this, this was the emergency doctor. And I let that emergency doctor know, emergency room doctor know. I don't believe what the way you acting, your conduct, and the way you, what you're saying, I don't receive that into my spirit. I respect what you're saying. You're a professional. I know you got the result. I know you got the printout. But I can't receive that into my spirit because by faith, the Bible says that I'm healed. And so something inside of me kept telling me, don't you believe that? Because if, what would have happened if I had went home and or on my way home and I had believed that what she said, that it, the way she said it made me feel like I was, it was the end of the world. In the world. On top of that, I could not even get the medication that I was supposed to have. The Lord, the devil said, oh, I got you now. But something inside of me kept telling me, I'm not over here. You know, I, I, I know I'm trying to help somebody being helping that. But the Lord said, it's not over yet. Yeah, you got the report. But the Lord said, it's, somebody said, the Lord said to me, it's not over yet. He said, "You got, I got something else I want you to do. So what happened? The Lord said, get in that kitchen. Get up. I crawled, I crawled around the floor. I was, I mean, I was sick. I mean, I was really sick. I'm going back and forth from the, you know, from the living room, from the bedroom. I mean, from the living room. I didn't make it to the bedroom. I was in, from the living room to the to the um, to the bathroom. And the Lord said to me, "You got to come up with a uh, 
of some kind of uh, uh, something that's going to help you. You got to come up with some kind of remedy. And, and you know, and it can't be something that you're used to. But that, that, all that other stuff, all that stuff didn't work. All the tea, all the harmony, honey, and lemon, and all that stuff, none of that stuff, all, none of that, because it wasn't no cold. And the Lord got to me, and I got to reading, and I found out what it is, you know, what exactly what the Bible was. And then the Lord got some uh, doctor from, I don't know, I think he was from Haiti or something, came on YouTube, was talking about it. And the Lord said, do exactly what he's doing. And he was cooking some kind of, looked like a stew or something. The man had the onions and he had some garlic and um, um, some honey. God bless you, sister. And a few other things. And I got in there and I went to, you know, I went to the store. I could barely make it to the store, but I come back to the store and I got me, you know, got the garlic and the onion and the lemon and the, and the honey and, I, you know, and I got the, you know, Stirring it up and stirring it up, and I put it in there and got me some carrots and some onions. And that stuff, when I got through making it, I mean, it tastes like, I mean, it almost killed me when I put it down. But that stuff brought everything that was out of me, that was in me. I'm not saying that this is really, that this is really, really I'm not trying to give nobody no uh, prescription or no doctor's, uh, you know, prescription. I'm just telling you by faith, I did and acted on faith. Believing that whatever it is that God told me to try, I got in there and I, it, 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 it didn't come out the first night. I mean, this was like, you know, I'm going to tell you, it was about two weeks. It was two weeks. But God brought me through. So I, oh, that's all I wanted to say. So for, that's all I wanted to say. So thing that was out of me, that was in me. I'm not saying that this is remedy. I'm not trying to give nobody no uh, prescription or no doctor's uh you know, prescription, I'm just telling you by faith, I did and acted on faith, believing that whatever it is that God told me to try, I got in there and I, it, 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 it didn't come out the first night. I mean, this was like, you know, I'm going to tell you, it was about two weeks. It was two weeks. But God brought me through. I'm saying is if we can keep our attitude proper, God can bless us with the rest. So when I keep my eye, that's why he said, let think of those things which are Think on the, think on, thank you so much. Uh, think think on those things that are loved. Think on those things that are uh, good before. Uh, so um, I hope uh, uh, something was said today that will uh, help somebody. I, I haven't been on here since I believe uh, since the first of July. Uh, but I just want to tell somebody, as you can see, I'm a living example that God is a healer. And this is no phony. This is no phony video. This is the truth, and uh, God is a healer, and He's a um, He's a way maker. And like I said, I was you know I didn't get some money, I didn't have no money, and um, uh, well I didn't have no money I could spend. What I mean, like extra, and I have been trying to watch, but I had so many things that happened all at one time in one month. I had to do everything, get out everything paid in one month. And then I had some medical bills that came in, and you know the landlords or whatever, car and everything, or everything I had to do. Came in at one time. I said, Lord, I ain't gonna have enough money to God. If you just wait on him, God will. Here, here, it's supply all your needs. Philippians 4. It was enough to take me until, until the first of the month. I said, Look at God. And uh, I opened it up and I said, It looked like a check. You know, you could see that there was a check in there. I said, It's gotta be a check. And sure enough, I opened it up. I said, Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It was a check in there. 
and just it was enough to take me where I wouldn't have to be going. And, you know, it was enough to take me until, until the first of the month. And I said, look at God. If you just wait on him, God will. Here, here, it's a plot, all your needs. Philippians 419. All right, thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you so much, Miss Boyd um, and uh, Brother Charles and uh, Brother Daryl Hall uh, so, and some uh, Amina, uh, Keila, Keila May. God bless you. That's my uh, our prayer partner. Uh, God bless you, Dolores Allen. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being a, a covenant partner uh, with this ministry. And I was I was just so excited to know that uh, we had people that wanted to uh, uh, partner with our ministry. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. Excuse me. Partner with our ministry. And um, I appreciate that. I'm going to have some nice things for you, um, um, people that um, partner with our ministry. Lord, show me that it's fun. I, the Lord say, Andrew, you don't have because you don't ask. He said, ask, and, you'll, and, and, I, and I'll give you my desire of your heart. And the Lord put it on, our, uh, on the agenda. He said, ask the people to partner with you, the people that are enjoying the uh, broadcast, watch the videos, uh, listen to our um, um, our Spotify Listen to my broadcast on uh, Spotify as Andre Murphy Ministries uh, Radio. And, uh, this is your new Thank the Lord. Amen. God is good. Desire to be delivered. You must exercise your will again. And if you're not saved, if you have any sin that may be in your life, his name, amen. Now, I want any woman that has had an abortion, I want to say, Heavenly Father, you said in your word, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, it shall be delivered me in Jesus name now say this to me say heavenly father you said in your word whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord it shall be delivered I call upon the name of Jesus I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins I believe that he was buried and on the third day he rose again. I believe he ascended into heaven and sits on the right hand of God. I believe he is coming again. I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I believe that Jesus is my deliverer. In the name of Jesus, I call upon you, Lord, to deliver me 
and set me free from any spirit in my life that is operating that is against your will. I break all ungodly soul ties that I have with any person that I've sinned with or been involved with that is not serving you. In the name of Jesus, I loose myself from every assignment of hell, every spirit of darkness, and in the name of Jesus, I tell the enemy, I belong to Jesus. You cannot stay in my life. I remind you that you are defeated. You have been spoiled. Your power has been broken. And through the Holy Ghost, I believe that today I will receive deliverance for my life. I command every hidden spirit that would hide in my life. You must be exposed. You cannot stay. I do not want you. I want to be free. I want to live holy. I want to live clean. I am saved. I am a child of God. You have no right to operate in my body, in my mind, in my soul, and in the area of my life. I renounce you. You cannot stay against my will, but you must leave. In the name of Jesus, I believe today that deliverance is the children's bread. I am a child of God. Deliverance belongs to me. I have a right to it. And by faith, I receive it today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. How many believe God today? Amen. Now, just before.